Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Welcome to Montana's Peer Network Podcast. I'm Jim Haney. And I'm Alex Schweer. Welcome, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, we're excited to have you. we got a good podcast today centered around self-care. Super important issue. We do. We do. And um, we have a really great guest. Yeah. Yeah, we have a wonderful guest this uh, this podcast, so definitely stick around for the whole podcast to listen to Christy May. She's going to come on. Um, she works at Southwest Chemical Dependency in Livingston, and she shares some great tips for self-care and plays a pretty cool game with us, um, yeah. guessing the <laughs> self-care strategies of celebrities. Yeah. Um, so stick around. It's it's a fun time. Yeah, and she's uh, kind of laugh. We're kind of laughing. I'm laughing because um, Christy's really the perfect person for this particular topic. Um, we both got to know her at peer support training last summer. And yeah. So I remember her sharing some self-care things. Some were quite humorous. And, um, yeah, like just through – and I think throughout the training she was sharing them too. I don't think it was just in that section. <clears throat> just a really all-around good person and uh, somebody who really takes self-care to heart and – practices what she preaches yep definitely yeah so we're excited to to have her on and you know for you guys to get to to hear from her because yeah she's got some great self-care strategies and they're pretty fun yeah yeah it's it's good it's all good so uh as we usually do we kind of share our own uh thoughts and ideas around uh the month's topic so do you want to go first uh alex and Sure. Share some of your, yeah. some of your. <clears throat> so self-care for me this month has been um, a lot surrounding firefighting is something I've taken up as a hobby is that I want to do some volunteer firefighting this summer um, because I saw, you know, the amount of fires we were having in Montana this past summer um, and just how much land that devastated and just, I'd love to be a part of helping out if I can. Um, so for self-care, I have been, um, practicing for the pack test. So the gym has always been part of my self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, I get antsy and that's a way for me to kind of, you know, get that out, um, and release sure. that. And so how I've been doing that and preparing for firefighting at the same time, which is a goal of mine is I've been practicing the pack test. So it's three miles. You can't run it. You have to have both feet on the ground. So three miles walking, um, under 45 minutes and with 45 pounds on your back. And it's been really fun for me. Um, and refreshing to realizing my own physical fitness. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been able to do it in 41 Mm -hmm. minutes so far. So I'm already Yeah, I'm already hitting a pretty good time, um, and I'm, yeah, I do it because I enjoy it, so that's another thing about self-care, do things that you enjoy doing, and this this has been really fun for me. And, and that's a pretty good pace. Uh, as somebody who does a lot of hiking and walking, 
that's a pretty good pace. Yeah. Yeah. So you do it on a treadmill or you yeah. do it outside? I've been with how icy it is. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been on the treadmill, but I hope to get outside with it, but it's been good practicing on the treadmill. I didn't mm -hmm. realize how fast that was. Um, and I'm realizing that's almost a jog that, well, it is a jogging pace for yeah. me, really yeah. 4.5, yeah, five, five miles an hour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, really it's, quick. It's quick. So. Yeah. Well, that's great. I remember when you did it the first time, your first run through a few weeks ago. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, it was a bad time. I got the flu the day after. So the day I did it, I was like, man, I'm not feeling good. Yeah. I must not be prepared for you, this. Well, you kept but... saying, I'm really sore. Yeah. Hang your back or your hips or something. You were like... flu aches. You kept saying, yeah. <laughs> and it turned out you got sick. So, yeah. But then when you did it again, you were faster, right? Four minutes faster, you yeah. Felt, you felt better. Yeah. So, so that, that's been fun for me. But <clears throat> what, what about you, Jim? What have you been working on for self-care this month? Well, lately, I've been, um, I've been, I've been going to bed earlier, um... So, yeah, we, you know, we did that training and a couple people dropped out. They got sick. You got sick. Then I got sick. And, um, yeah, I don't know if I fully have recovered yet. Like I still, I'm noticing myself in the, by the time I get to the afternoon, man, my energy level is just like, it's just dropped to like nothing. And so I've been going to bed really early um, you're really early is probably my normal bedtime. Yeah, no, like I, last night, last night, I think it was about eight 30. Yeah. That's, I, that's about my bedtime. I, I went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> normally I would be more like 10 o'clock or 10 30. Um, <clears throat> and so I've been going to bed a lot earlier and thankfully I've been sleeping. So I haven't had any sleep issues since I was sick. Um, yeah, because that's always hard when you need to rest and you can't and you're sick. So I've been going to bed earlier. That's been helping. And then the other thing, last Sunday, um, I did like a two-hour walk. So like you said, it's been really icy. Wow, that's melted off or it's melting off, so it's kind of wet. But uh, I went for like a two-hour walk. I've really been feeling like I need to get out and, you know, get outdoors and it was really nice in the morning. I <clears throat> uh, still had to bundle up, you know, still in the 20s, but upper 20s, and there was no wind. So went out and really just, you know, it was a good solid two hours um, walking and, and felt really good because I could just feel that urge like I needed to, to go and get out. And by the afternoon, it was snowing and, yeah. and windy, and it was bad, bad weather, so... That felt, that felt really good. And that's, yeah, that's what I've been doing lately. And that's in addition to the normal kind of stuff that I do. That's just part of my recovery and just keeping myself healthy. I drink a lot of water and, um, I mean, I drink a couple of liters every day at least. And, you know, getting up, taking a shower every morning. That's a big thing, even on my days off. And I never just see you without a water bottle. You have always got... A water bottle with you. Yeah, I constantly, I get the big things at home, you know, from the machine, the great big giant ones, and then I just reuse my water bottle. So yeah, drinking a lot of water, <clears throat> that really helps me I to dehydrate really fast. So those are just things I've been doing for years that help me. And so um, I think you and I were talking about this before we started the podcast. I mean, sometimes after you do things for so long, they, they just, they're just part of your life. Yep. 
and you, I don't even, I don't think of them almost as self-care anymore. I just, yeah, I mean, I just it's a routine. It becomes just yeah, do it. Yeah, and I miss it when I don't. You know, I I notice that too. I kind of miss it, miss it when I don't. So, I think self-care is really important and taking the time. Um, the other thing I want to mention too is um, I finished because this is kind of part of myself. I do a lot of reading, and I finished this book, and uh, it was. Um, I can't remember the exact page number. It was 680-some pages. That, that, and I was trying to think, if I ever read a book that long, you know, if I ever <laughs> read a book from start to finish, you know, um, and I got it back in November. And so <clears throat> that's kind of how long it took me. It took me about four months, I guess, to read it. So I, I don't, you know, I'm sort of going spurts, I guess, reading it. But I finished it, and it felt really good. I enjoyed the book. It was a book on Yellowstone Park, um, the history, and so that's why it was so long. But as I was going through it, you know, I was like, oh, "That's a really long book. This is really not that it was bad. It was just like, wow, I'm only halfway through." Or right. And when I finished it, it was like, "This really is a long book." Yeah. <laughs> you know. That like, sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Though, when you finish something yeah. like that, that's you know. It was quite a long read. Because it's a commitment. I mean, that's four months. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a commitment to finish it. it sure is. And um, but reading is part of self care for me too. I like to read, and it gets my mind off of work and um, lets me think in, in a totally different way into almost a, a fantasy world. You know, it's a world you're reading about, right? And that helps me a lot too. So, well, instead of taking your mind off work. Let's put it back on. What are we doing at NPN? What's going on? Well, I know I say this all the time. What aren't we doing, really? Um, let's see. I just I just got back from uh, Butte. Uh, I did a presentation to the Montana Primary Care Association. So they had a big uh, MAP training, medication-assisted uh, treatment training. So this is primary health care. This is... Uh, hospitals, clinics, community health centers, that sort of thing. So not your typical behavioral health folks asked me to come and present, talk about peer support, what's going on in the state. And it was great. I mean, it was a great, there was 95 people there. And uh, it was a great opportunity to get in front of a, a, a different audience, not the typical folks that we would present to. So, so that was awesome. And um, speaking of Butte, we are, many of you may already know this, or maybe not, um, so we're starting a recovery coaching program in Butte, and so that's underway. We're doing some interviewing, and uh, we'll be hiring hiring up some folks here pretty soon. The target for that is April 1st, to have the program up and running, so we're still in February, so we're still kind of... End of February, getting yeah. Getting that... Getting Got a that, little bit left to go. Yeah, getting that put together, but we're really excited about that, too. And that'll mean more trips to Butte and meeting with, you know, different stakeholders and partners in the community. But we're excited to bring that program uh, to Butte. And that really was driven by our members there in the affiliate. And so. And speaking of the affiliate um, and Butte, we have an affiliate meeting, um, a peer support group in Butte that's 12 p.m. on Tuesdays. Um, mm -hmm. So if you're excited about having our recovery coaching program there, but you know you want to be involved earlier than that. Um, 
look for for that. It's at the Uptown Library. Um, and if you're not in view, we have affiliate groups other places as well. So we have a peer support group in Missoula. Uh, that's 7 p.m. on Tuesdays at the break. In Bozeman, it's 6 p.m. on Tuesdays, um, and that's at the Cold Smoke Coffee House. And then um, at the elementary school in Belgrade, there's a group 6 p.m. on Thursdays. And then we're looking forward to hopefully starting another peer support group in Great Falls. So yeah. a lot of stuff coming up with the affiliates, um, which is really exciting. Um, Very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And... The last piece of Butte news I'll put it out there too is that we have a peer support training in Butte um, March 5th through 9th. Um, yeah. That one's I'm pretty sure all filled up, but if you're interested in joining um, the next training, that'll be April 2nd through 6th in Kalispell. So, you know, sign up for that one. We'd be happy to have you. That one's getting full too. So, you know, Make sure you get Don't your waste time. in. Yeah, seriously. If you need to go to Peer Support 101 training, make sure you get your application in. There's a digital version of it now available. Um, so there's a link. You just click on the link, and you're just going to fill it out right online. Um, and find that on our website. If you go to our website, um, at the top right-hand corner, you can click on Trainings. Um, then there's a drop down for Peer Support 101, and it says, How do I apply? Well, the link's right in there so that you can go straight to that um, link to, to put in your application. Yeah, all in effort to streamline what we're doing here. Yep. You know, as we move along. So, uh, part of it was also because we can't read your handwriting. So, some of you send in things. And yeah, man, some of we, your guys' handwriting is yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah so. We, we, we didn't know if people were, you know, trying to write with their non-dominant hand sometimes. Yeah. Or what's going on. Yeah, but. yeah, sometimes <laughs> we can't even make it out. So, anyway. Uh, it'll Who be, knew people still wrote in cursive? <clears throat> I don't know. Or, or with their opposite hand, I guess. Um, yeah. And then uh, one other thing that I want to mention is, um, is going to be coming out here uh Pretty shortly, we're going to start um, another podcast called the Spotlight Series. So we're going to, um, this podcast uh, series is going to be, we'll still do this one. Every, yeah, this one will still the, be the last yeah. Wednesday every month. This one, this one won't change, but, but the Spotlight Series is going to um, really focus on people and places in Montana programs that are doing things around, you know, recovery. And it's really more of an intimate conversation. So it'll just be myself and the other person and really having some deep dialogue about recovery or maybe it's a program or something that's happening very specific. Um, so there'll be more opportunities for you to hear podcasts from Montana's Peer Network. And so if you are doing something or you are part of a program and you're a listener, let us know these things, right? I mean, we try to stay on top of like what's going on in the state. But uh, we certainly can't know every little program and happening. And so if you if you know of somebody you think is a, a great peer supporter or somebody in recovery, great story, send us an email and tell us. And, um, you know, I mean, we need content to, yeah. to fill it, right? So Yeah, we'd love to have your stories and, and know more about what you're doing around the state. Right. Great. So we can spread the word. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So... 
we always like to, you know, try and sell you something here on the podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. So um, we've never done this one before. So we have um, MPN Notebooks. Um, I don't know if you know this, but you go on our website there, you click on store. We've got these great notebooks. They're the half-size notebooks. Uh, they're white. They have our logo. It says recovery is possible. Um, and it's got our phone number. It's on the front and the back. And it's just one of these like line notebooks. So those of you who like to take notes and, uh, you know, keep journals or uh, set your goals or maybe your self-care plan, this would be kind of cool. This would be a nice gift for somebody or maybe for your own self-care, you purchase one for yourself and then you use your uh, recovery as possible uh, notebook to make yourself a self-care plan and set some smart goals and, you know, really focus on or yourself. Or maybe part of your self-care plan is journaling. Could be journaling. That's right. This could be your journal because it's a great notebook. A couple hundred blank pages in there. Uh, uh, spiral bound, black spiral bound. It's a really nice looking notebook. Go on the store and get yourself one. And the store, if you go onto our website, mtpeernetwork.org, um, and on the little scrolly thing, um, there, one of the options is store. Click on it. Yeah. You'll end up on our Weebly store. I think and it's the orange one, isn't it? Yep. The, it's, got, it's got pictures of orange brains. Yeah, the in squeeze the brains. Those of you who've been with us for a while know, remember those. We promoted the Healthy Minds, Healthy Bodies project with the little orange squeeze brains. Click on that. takes you to the store. And there's lots of other stuff there. But we always like to point out one thing on the show that you might not be aware of that we even offer these kinds of things. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, another thing we kind of want to talk about on the show yeah. today is the recovery tool of the month. Right. Um, what so, is it? Yeah. This is one I found out about on Imgur. I don't know if any of you guys use Imgur, but you should look into it. Um it has some pretty cool photos and just things on the web that are going on. And I found um, this website called A Soft Murmur. Um, and so I'm going to play some of it and you can kind of see what it is. So basically what this program does is you open it up and it comes as a phone app and it's also online. And you decide what noises, what ambient sounds you want to listen to, but you can kind of, you're like your own DJ with the ambient sounds. So okay. you can add things. Um, so let's just start so, off, yeah, yeah, for yeah. example. What's this sound like here? Um, we're in Livingston, so I'm going to start with the wind The noise. wind, of course. Today it's blowing. So there we've got the wind. All right, Jim, is there another one of these that you want to add? Because, you know, with wind, what else comes? Um, the birds start. Oh, the birds chirp in the wind, I guess. <laughs> All right. Okay, and, and it just plays, and it just... Yeah, and then, you know playing. what? I'm getting tired of the wind. I want to okay. get rid of the wind. I've just got the birds. But, you know, also with birds, maybe I want to listen to some crickets. Crickets, Okay. Oh, yeah, in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got my crickets, or, you know, not the crickets, but birds and a coffee shop. I can put that on. Oh, it's like people talking in a coffee shop. Yeah. Hmm. So there's just lots of different options you have. Oh, this one's strange, the singing bowl. Um, I'll turn the birds off for this one.
it kind of reminds me of, um, you know, when you have crystal glasses and you... Yeah, yeah. well, with singing bowls, you kind of, it's the same sort of principle. Oh, know? okay, I've never yeah. seen those before, but yeah, yeah. so... It's like a Tibetan thing, I think. That's just kind of a fun app. Okay, um, and what's it called again? It's called A Soft Murmur. You can find it at asoftmurmur.com. So if you're into ambient noises and kind of want to create your own in there, mm -hmm. it's a pretty pretty cool app. You can like, download it on your phone. Look I at could it see online. that being beneficial if you had, you know, if you were like trouble sleeping or something, or yeah, or you were trying to quiet your mind, you might put on. I saw there were other ones, waves and yeah, yeah, rain and things like that. And also, if you're having a private conversation, you don't want other people to hear. There's a white noise one as well hmm. that you can play. Um, put your phone down by the door and cool. Yeah. Recovery tool of the month. Yep. Check it out. Armor. Check it out. <laughs> and if you have other recovery tools, let us know. Yeah, we'd be happy to play them. Yeah, we'd be happy to check them out and share them with other people. So if you have good ones, let us know. That's great. Yeah. So now we've got our interview um, with Christy May. Uh, we talked a little bit about her earlier in the podcast. She is a counselor at Southwest Chemical Dependency in Livingston and just has some great tips self-care. So let's go ahead and hear from her. Christy May. She's the counselor at Southwest Chemical Dependency in Livingston, and we were fortunate enough to have Christy come to a peer support training um, for PS101. And while we were in PS101, Christy shared some great self-care strategies. So we thought this would be a great podcast to have her on and explain more about those. Um, Christy, I remember you giving the specific example of in your house, part of self-care is making sure you're getting enough sleep. And part of that is everyone in your house has to put their phones on the kitchen counter at 9 p.m. and there's no cell phone use. Yes. That's an awesome strategy. How did you find that, come up with it? Um, I think I was thinking a lot about my kids. I have read some research recently. Well, there's not a lot of information for children and electronics use. We're starting to see more research about that. And so um, I just felt like I want my kids, especially my teenagers, to get enough sleep. And actually, my younger girls have to turn theirs off at 730 because they go to bed earlier. And I go to bed before nine now. So <laughs> I turn them off a little earlier. But my <laughs> my older children who are teenagers, they stay up later. They at nine o'clock have to park, park their electronics in the kitchen. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I love that. Great. Right? And I think that idea. they actually really like it. They resisted it a lot at first, but it seems like they really um, enjoy that structure and sort of being able to shut down before. And I've gotten good feedback since then from them. Wonderful. What are some other self-care strategies that you're currently implementing? Personally, I um, go to bed really early, and so I get up early in the morning, and that's kind of my time alone. Everybody else is asleep, and... I spend time in my spiritual practice, so I have like a devotional that I read. I do, I try to do a little bit of yoga every day, and that helps me a lot. Just maybe some journaling. I kind of mix it up. Whatever it is I feel like doing that day, um, 
And then the other one that's my favorite is I do one thing before I go to bed to make the next day a little bit easier. What's an example of something you might do to make the next day a little easier? Uh, making lunches. Like Ooh. I knew I was coming here mm -hmm. today, so I made sure I had a lunch for myself, not just for my kids. Um, sometimes it's even as basic as laying out my clothes. If I'm going to have a busy morning or if I'm teaching yoga early in the morning, I'll put my yoga clothes on and sleep in them. Just little things like that. I love that. <laughs> and it's one less thing to think about in yeah. the morning. You're ready to go. Yep. Great. When did you start consistently implementing self-care strategies into your life, and why did you decide that was important to do? Um, well, when I was in school, graduate school, something that one of my teachers, or maybe I read it in a book, I don't even remember where I got it, but the statement was made to me that self-care is my ethical responsibility. Wow. And as um, in the work that I do or that we do, even as peer supporters, we're working with people and our, our only tool really of our trade is our gut mm -hmm. and our intuition and so our self-awareness. And so I recognized at some point that my self-care had a lot to do with my connection with my gut. So that kind of started me on it. And then I took, I'm a yoga teacher and I took this class on forming habits and it went through all these Ayurvedic practices, which are just kind of like Eastern um, self-care practices. And, you know, I didn't take all of them on, but some of them I did. And I just, I felt amazing. That's when I started the electronics thing. I felt so uh, good. I felt more connected to myself and my family and it just made me feel really happy. And I just kept going. So do you think once you start with one, it becomes easier to add on to that, but it's the beginning that's kind of difficult? Yes. Yeah. And what um, I learned from Nancy Ruby, I'll give her credit for this one. She um, taught us to prepare our environment. So for example, it was like eating healthier. And so it was just get rid of all the old crappy food in your refrigerator and get rid of the temptation so that the first thing you see when you open your fridge is something that's easy that you're going to eat that's like fits into your goal of what you want to put in your body. That's great. It's an example. And that's a good first goal to start with, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's something you can imagine. It's attainable. And, you know, quickly that can move from, okay, my goal is for my self-care to remove all this stuff from my refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes easy to follow up with it and keep eating healthy yeah. when you're buying healthy food. Right. So preparing the environment. Yeah. So like, for example, with my kids' phones, we had to buy an extra charger and I have a little basket and it's all set up where they put their phone at night. Those kinds of little things. It's just we made a space for it. Great. Mm -hmm. How has your self-care transformed from when you first started doing things? What are some, I don't know, enlightenment moments you've had in self-care that, that have helped you progress forward? Um, well, funny example was I went to this yoga training a couple weeks ago. And I, I feel like I'm pretty good at self-care. And she had this bowl of angel cards. And they had all these different, you know, really cool things on there. Like I could look in the bowl and I could see excitement, adventure, delight. And I was like really excited to pick one. And she said, the one you get is the one you're meant to get. Just take one randomly out. So I took it out and it said responsibility. And I was like, oh, that's, no, that's not the one I wanted. <laughs> and so... I just put it on my mat anyways, and I thought, okay, this was the one I meant to get. I'm just going to sit with it. And as the days went on, it was four or five days, I realized how much responsibility I need to take for my own 
stress level. It is my, I have to be ethical to myself. If my client came to me and said, oh, I'm too stressed out with my job or with this or with that, I would advise them or encourage them to make some kind of an adjustment. And I realized I, there was some areas I really wasn't looking at doing. I would just increase my self-care instead of cutting back the other things, if that makes sense. Yeah. To make that balance. Definitely. And I think you bring up a good point as well. It's really easy to look at someone else and see what they can yes. do better. And it's really hard to, you know, take that perspective on yourself and, you know, realize what you need to work on. So taking that time to look at yourself, your own mm-hmm. life, what do I need to work on and how can I, you know, better my own self-care? Right. And who's going to take responsibility for that? Only me. And I looked at a couple of people around me that haven't taken good care of themselves. And I just thought I just was hit with the revelation, like, this is what you're going to get. You know, poor health and um, no boundaries and just kind of stressed all the time. No rest, no fun. Yeah, I want to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Very important. (laughs) What would be your tip for or your tips for someone who, you know, is going, oh, I really want to implement some of these self-care strategies, but I just can't get the motivation to get Mm -hmm. started. What would you advise them to do or a tip you would give them? I would say the very first thing when you get up in the morning, drink a glass of warm water. And how does that help? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It just, it will change your life. It sounds so strange, but it just, water, well, first of all, it's the first thing we need when we get up in the morning, obviously, and it deeply hydrates our cells. Warm water is easy for us to, like, take it. You can add lemon to it also. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know, for me, I ended up with, from a little glass going to a big jug of water and we, none of us drink enough water, you know, it's, it's really dry here. And so it's just so nice to start the day knowing I've already had this put into my body. And what an easy goal to start with too, for your own Mm -hmm. self care. You know, I am going to, and you can even put it out the night before, like you You were talking about. Put it out the night before you put it by your bed and it's just sets the intention. It's not really maybe so much about the water, but it's the intention that I'm worth some doing the first thing in the morning is something good for me. Yeah. Well, just a mindset with it. Yeah, definitely. I'm doing something for myself mm-hmm. and I'm starting this, this journey. A healthy thing today. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's great. Um, what do you think are some of the most fun ways to implement self-care? How can you make this fun for yourself? Uh, yeah, I have a lot of fun with it. Um, for me, just enjoying time with my kids. I really... They're to the ages right now where it used to be like really draining. I needed self-care to deal with them. (laughs) But now they are part of that. You know, like we go to um, Zumba together. That's Mm -hmm. hilarious. That's a real kick. Um, So I have a lot of fun maybe trying different things. Um, My intention for this year for 2018 was adventure. And so I've just kind of had this like openness, I guess, to new experiences because of that. I like that. Setting a theme. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't do resolutions anymore, but like an, an intention or like, yeah, this is a theme or an idea, like I'm going to be open to adventures and I want to have adventures and make those memories with them or for myself. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. Thanks. I um, saw you, I remember I was doing the, I part of my self-care is running and I remember running in Livingston, there was a race here and you were right in front of me with your daughter doing that race. So I think that's really cool getting out with your kids and getting them involved and showing them them. good self-care looks like. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much for sharing those with us. Um, I think that'll be really helpful for people who are listening and implementing their own self-care. 
I also want to invite you to play a game. So we're trying to incorporate some fun into our podcast. Um, and I thought, you know, we're talking about self-care. What are some self-care strategies that celebrities use? So I've got some questions for you. Let's see how you do on figuring out the self-care of our favorite celebrities. Sounds like adventure. Sounds adventurous. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first one is Jennifer Garner told Oprah Magazine that part of her self-care is enjoying the small things, like mm. drinking tea and admiring what type of bird? Hmm. I, well, I don't even know where she lives. Let's guess the eagle. Oh, the eagle. That would be a good one. It's the hummingbird. Oh, yeah. I thought that was pretty Pretty cute. sweet, yeah. You can put a little, you know, the hummingbird feeders outside your window and make that a self-care strategy. I like that mm -hmm. one. I sometimes go to the duck pond here in Livingston, and I find that really common. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't have an eagle feeding in my feeder outside my window, but that would be pretty cool. You never know. <laughs> okay, the next one. Emma Watson will indulge in this self-care practice one, two, even three times a day. Hint, it's a place, and it's a place she feels that nothing terrible can happen. So where is she or what's this self-care activity? Hmm. Uh, her bed. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> it's the bath. Oh, okay. Well, yep, I could have probably guessed that one too. Good. Yeah. I thought that one was surprising that three times a day. You'd be so wrinkly and dried out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's her self-care activity. I love taking a bath. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good it's a good one. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, in Women's Health, Michelle Obama relates self-care to what? A, a journey through a forest, B, sports, or C, refilling an empty cup? I'm going to go with refilling an empty cup. I really don't know. Sports. I thought I never this one was kind of, yeah, interesting. She is quoted saying, it's almost like sports. You have to learn how to play through a loss, play through the pain, play through an embarrassing decision on the field. Maybe you get a timeout and you go on the sidelines, but you're going to get back in. That's a good attitude. Yeah, I, like I thought that was a good one. You know, you take some time off for yourself on the sidelines, but then you come straight back in. You don't wallow in it. Um can expect there'll be some setbacks, right? It won't be perfect all the time. Yeah, exactly. Good. I like it. All right. I don't know who this celebrity is. Do you know who Anne Lamott is? Nope. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't either. really watch TV. Hopefully a <laughs> listener will set us straight to okay. who this is. But part of Anne Lamott, I hope I'm saying her name correctly, um, part of her self-care strategy um, that she describes in Cosmopolitan <laughs> includes buying what type of clothing? Hmm. I don't know. Probably some organic cotton that she has a lot of money to spend on. Oh, it might be because it's <laughs> it's socks. Oh, okay. <laughs> Special socks. Special <laughs> socks. Yeah, it's fun. You know, the funny thing is, this is also something that Jim does. Is he's really into buying? He likes the smart wool socks. We've talked mm, about this on the podcast. Those are not before. cheap either. Yeah, those are putting some investment into your. Yeah. Yeah, footwear. Exactly. Um, yeah, she's quoted as saying um, other strategies, making a lovely cup of tea. That makes me think she's British. Um, mm -hmm. A hot bath or go buy myself a fabulous pair of socks. 
I believe you take the action and then the insight follows. I do loving Mm. things for me, stroke my own shoulder, put myself down for a short nap, and the insight follows that I am a wild, precious woman, a human merely being, and as E.E. Cummings put it, deserving of respect, tenderness, protection, delight, and solidarity. And I thought that was just powerful. We kind of discussed this already, but knowing that you're worth it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're worth it. And I think um, that kind of looking at other people's self-care practices illustrates really well that it's what has meaning for me or you or whoever's doing it, right? It could be socks. It could be Zumba. It could be drinking warm water. It's the intention behind it. Exactly. The meaning that we give it. Yeah. Yeah. And different things work for different people. I know I don't like taking baths. Um, but that works for someone buying socks works for Jim and his, you know, this lady and Lamont. I'm going to get some new socks now. (laughs) (laughs) New self-care strategy. (laughs) So thank you for coming on and talking to us about self-care. It's great to, to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. And so that's going to wrap up another podcast from Montana's Peer Network. We want to thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoy all these podcasts. Check out our past ones. And uh, don't hesitate to reach out, um, whether you're a member or not, uh, Facebook and Twitter, uh, YouTube, website, yep, webinars. Got all sorts of stuff going yeah, on. We got lots of stuff going on. So however you found us, you might have just searched us. And just found us and not even realized there's all this other stuff. So, anyway, thank you for tuning in. And happy to have you. Thanks for playing our game with Christy, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? <laughs> awesome. We'll talk to you next month. Thanks for tuning in. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works. Recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. (laughs) Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery is possible.